back to Daughter of a King podcast. I am your host, Rockman Pendergrass. So today, as you know, Christmas is coming up. So I'm starting a new crit, um, new series called uh, Countdown to Christmas. And basically, every day up till like Christmas, I'm going to be reading for, through the book of Luke. So it's going to be like one chapter a day. So I'm going to do my best to post like every day of December up to Christmas. To receive updates, you can follow my Instagram. I'll leave that down below. So now I will read Luke chapter 1, verses 1 through 13. Well, first, before I get into that, I just want to say the reason why I'm doing this. The reason why I'm doing this is to celebrate the birth of Jesus. So, some people forget the real reason for Christmas. People say it's giving, it's about family and presence, but to me, that's not what it's about. It's about the birth of Jesus. So, basically, the book of Luke and other Gospels are basically about the about Jesus, our Messiah, our Savior. So, now, I will read verses 1 through 13 of Luke chapter 1. <clears throat> it says... Many have undertaken to draw up an account of the things that has been fulfilled among us, just as they were handed down to us by those who from the first were our witness and servants of the, of the word. With this in mind, since I myself have carefully investigated everything from the beginning, I too decided to write an orderly account for you, most excellent Theophilus, so that you may know the certain certainty, certainty of the things you have been taught. So the birth of John the Baptist foretold. At the time of Herod, king of Ju- Judea, there was a priest named Zechariah who belonged to the police, priestly division of Abijah. I'm butchering these names, but forgive me. His wife, Elizabeth, was also a descendant of Aaron, both of whom were righteous in the sight of God, observing all the world of the Lord's commands and decrees blamelessly. But they were childless because Elizabeth was not able to conceive, and they were both very old. Once when Zechariah's division was on duty, and he was serving as priest before God, he was chosen by lot, according to the custom of the priesthood, to go into the temple of the Lord and burn incense. And when the time for the burning of incense came, all the assembled worshippers were praying outside. Then the angel of the Lord appeared to him standing at the right side of the altar of incense. When Zacharias saw him, he was startled and was gripped with fear. But the angel said to him, Do not be afraid, Zechariah. Your prayer has been heard. Your wife Elizabeth will bear, will bear you a son, and you are to call him John. So, we're talking about John the Baptist. So, Zechariah prayed for his son for years. The angel said that I have heard your prayers, meaning that he prayed for a long time. He never gave up, even though both him and his wife was that was old and his wife was not able to to conceive. He never stopped praying. So never stop praying. No matter how things look around you, never stop praying. Keep going. Be persistent when it comes to prayer. No matter how long something takes, keep praying. God sees and hears you. So now I'll read through 14 through 20. It says, He will be a joy and delight to you, and many will many will rejoice because of his birth. 
for he will be great in the sight of the Lord. He is never to take wine or other fermented drink, and he will be filled with the Holy Spirit even before he is born. He will drink, bring back many of the people of Israel to the Lord their God. And he will go on before the Lord and the spirit and power of Elijah to turn the hearts of the parents to their children and the disobedient to the wisdom of the righteous to make ready a people prepared for the Lord. Zechariah asked the angel, How can I be sure of this? I am an old man and my wife is well along in years. And the angel said to him, I am Gabriel. I stand in the presence of God and I have been sent to speak to you and tell you this good news. And now you will be silent and not be able to speak until the day this happens because you did not believe my words which will come true at their appointed time so Zechariah didn't believe what God that God will do what he said he will do it may seem shocking because remember Zechariah and his wife are old and his wife can't even concede a child but as a Christian Zechariah was expected to believe in what God told him to do no matter what the circumstance looks like and that's the same for us. When God tells you that he's going to do something, you have to believe him. God is not a liar. He's a man of his word. So have faith in him. When he gives you a promise, hold on to that promise and know that he will fulfill it. So now I'll read through 21 through 38. Okay, 21 through 38. It says, Meanwhile, the people were waiting for Zechariah and wondering why he stayed so long in the temple. When he came out, he could not speak to them. They realized he had seen a vision in the temple, for he kept making signs to them, but remained unable to speak. When his time of service was completed, he returned home. After this, his wife, Elizabeth, became pregnant and for five months remained in seclusion. The Lord had done this for me, she said. In these days, he has shown his faith favor and taken away my uh, my disgrace among the people the birth of jesus foretold in the sixth month of elizabeth's pregnancy god sent the angel gabriel to nazareth a town in galilee to a virgin pledged to be married to a, a man named joseph a descendant of david the virgin's name was mary the angel went to hear her and said greetings you who are highly favored the lord is with you Mary was greatly troubled at his words and wondered what kind of greeting this might be. But the angel said to her, Do not be afraid, Mary. You have found favor with God. You will conceive and give birth to a son, and you are to call him Jesus. He will be great and will be called the Son of the Most High. The Lord God will give him the throne of his father David, and he will reign over Jacob's descendants forever. His kingdom will never end. How will this be, Mary asked. The angel said, I, Since I am a virgin. The angel answered, The Holy Spirit will come on you, and the power of the Most High will overshadow you. So the Holy One to be born will be called the Son of God. Even Elizabeth, your relative, is going to have a child in her old age. And she who who was said to be unable to conceive his, is in her sixth month. But no word from God will never fail, will ever fail. I am the Lord's servant, Mary answered. May your word to me be fulfilled. Then the angel left her. Alright, so Mary submitted herself to the purpose of God no matter how difficult it was. Mary was a virgin that God used to give birth to Jesus. Mary didn't care how people looked at her. 
she was doing the will of God. So submit to God's will no matter how difficult it may be. And maybe submit to God's will no matter what people think or say about you. I want to go back to this verse. It's verse 37. It says, For no word from God will ever fail. This shows that this shows that the promises that God gives us will never fail. So this is why we should believe in them. Because what God says to us will always come to pass. It will always be fulfilled. God is not a God of failure. Alright, so now I'll be coming from 39 to 45. It says, At that time Mary got ready and hurried to a town in the hill country of Judah, Judea where she entered Zechariah's home and greeted Elizabeth. When Elizabeth heard Mary's greeting, the baby leaped in her womb, and Elizabeth was filled with the Holy Spirit. In a loud, in a loud voice, she exclaimed, Blessed are you among women, and blessed is this child you will bear. But why am I so favored that the mother of my Lord should come to me? As soon as the sound of your greeting reached my ears, the baby in my womb leaped for joy. Blessed is she who has believed that the Lord will fulfill his promises to her. So, something about Mary. She believed. Remember, she submitted her will to God. So, she believed in God. So, she believed in what God promised her. So, believe that God will fulfill his promises to you. Like I've been saying, believe in those promises. Do not be like Zechariah. He got... He got punishment so it's best that we just believe in what God says and not do what Zechariah did when God promises something receive it in faith that is exactly what Mary had to do what happened to both Mary and Elizabeth is seemed very impossible because of their circumstance but know that God is that God can make everything possible what's impossible up to us is possible to God so, yeah. Receive what God um, promises to you in faith. So now I'll read 46 through 56. It says, And Mary said, My soul glorifies the Lord, and my spirit rejoices in God my Savior, for he has been mindful of the humble state of his servant. From now on, all generations will call me blessed, for the mighty one has done great things for me. Holy is his name. His mercy extends to those who fear him from generation to generation. He has performed mighty deeds with his arm. He has scattered those who are proud in their inmost thoughts. He has brought down rulers from their thrones, but has lifted up the humble. He has filled the hungry with good things, but has sent the rich away empty. He has helped his servant Israel, remembering to be merciful to Abraham and his descendants forever, just as he promised our ancestors. Mary stayed with Elizabeth for about three months and then returned home. So Mary did exactly what blessed people should do. Should do. She praised God. Even when you don't feel like it, know that you are blessed. You may not feel like it. You may not be blessed like others, but in your own way, you are blessed. God blesses us in our own ways. Remember now that you are blessed. Remember how blessed you are always and praise God for what he has blessed you with. So now I'll read 57 through 74. 
It says, this is the birth of John the Baptist. When it was time for Elizabeth to have her baby, she gave birth to a son. Her neighbors and relatives heard that the Lord had shown her great mercy, and they shared her her joy. On the eighth day, they came to circumcise the child, and they were going to name him after his father, Zechariah. But his mother spoke up and said, No, he is too go- he's to be called John. They said to her, There is no one among your relatives who has that name. Then they made signs to his father to find out what he would like to name the child. He asked for a writing tablet, and to everyone's astonishment, he wrote, His name is John. Immediately, his mouth was open and his tongue was set free, and he began to speak, praising God. All the neighbors were filled with awe, and throughout the hill country of Judea, people were talking about all these things. Everyone who heard this wondered about it, asking, What then is this child going to be? For the Lord's hand was with him. Zechariah's Song His father Zechariah was filled with the Holy Spirit and prophesied, Praise be to the Lord, the God of Israel, because he has come to his people and redeemed them. He has raised up a horn of salvation for us in the house of his servant David, as he said through his holy prophet long ago. Salvation from our enemies, from the hand of all who hate us, to show mercy to our ancestors and to remember his holy covenant. The oath he swore to our father Abraham, to rescue us from the hand of our enemies and to an and to enable us to serve him without fear. So salvation is not just about saving us from sin. It is also about Jesus saving us so that we might serve him without fear. Jesus died on the cross so that we can serve him without fearing sin, the enemy, or even death. So Jesus saved us so we can serve him and basically live life like him. And we should do that because the reason why he died on the cross for us was not only to save us from sin, the death, and the enemy. It was also so we can have a relationship with God and serve him. And I think that's the best thing that anyone can do for you. So now I'll read verse 75. It says, In holiness and righteousness before him all of our days. So holiness means right character righteousness means conducting yourself correctly holiness is the root righteousness is the fruit that comes from the root you got to have the root the holiness the right character in order to have the right action which is righteousness it is god's purpose that we serve him in holiness which is the right attitude god changes our life in order that we become holy which is right attitude so we can serve him in righteousness which is right actions So now I'll read verses 76 through 80. It says, And you, my child, will be called the prophet of the Most High, for you will go on before the Lord to prepare the way for him, to give his people the knowledge of salvation through the forgiveness of their sins, because of the tender mercy of our God, by which the rising sun will come to us from heaven, to shine on those living in darkness and the shadow of death, to guide our feet into the path of peace, and the child grew and became strong in spirit, and he lived in the wilderness until he appeared publicly to Israel. So God had a plan for John. God had a plan for John the Baptist before he was even born. In the womb, his plan for his, God's plan for his life was prophesied.
So the people knew that God's hand was on him when he was born. Know that God's hand is with you. He he was with you since the beginning. God had a plan for your life before you were even born. Know that God has a plan for your life. It's like the same thing with Jesus. You look in the Old Testament, those prophecies are about Jesus. So know that God has a purpose for your life before you were even born. So don't think that God doesn't have a plan for your life because he does. He wrote it before you were even born. So just remember that. So um, that's it. And, and I just want you to remember to never stop praying. Be persistent when it comes to prayer. When God tells you that he's going to do something, believe him. Like actually truly believe in his promises. Submit to God's will no matter how difficult it may be. Submit to his will no matter how people think or say what people think think or say about you. Believe that God will fulfill his promises to you. Even though it may not feel like it, know that you are blessed. And praise God for what he has blessed you with. Know that the salvation that Jesus has graciously given us is not all it's also about us being being able to serve him without fear so let's like treasure that gift you got to have the holiness the which is the right character in order to have the right action which is righteousness you got to have all holiness in order to have to have righteousness and last thing remember that god has a plan for your life god made a plan for your life before you were even born so just walk into the plan that God has for your life. Because he knows best. And so that sums up everything that I talked about. And I pray that you are blessed by this podcast episode. Please come back tomorrow for um, Luke chapter 2. And let's go on all the way up to Christmas. Have a blessed day.